afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Andy Caruso with Nacho Nacho, uh, the world's largest B2B SaaS marketplace. And today I have Will Feldman uh, from Get Pronto. And we'd love to uh, start it off learning a little bit about him and his, uh, his company, Pronto. And uh, uh, apparently you guys do AI video marketing. So we would love to hear about how you guys create your videos with AI and uh, let you do your, your elevator pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Pronto Media Group at getpronto.ai. Uh, we basically make making videos effortless. So that's uh, that's our whole goal. So from a standpoint of small, medium-sized businesses, and we also have our enterprise and agency levels, which you have to actually contact us to see. But um, uh, we've got some great things moving. So ultimately, um, we're help we're here to help you make your marketing videos rapidly. Great. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the underlying technology and how it works from, from A to B? Sure. Well, underlying technology, I'm not the technology, <laughs> but I can tell you a little bit about it. But but ultimately, yes, we, we have a lot of proprietary work. Um, basically, we, are, we have a PhD in machine learning on our team. He's our CTO. And ultimately, we have uh, a lot of different things that connect together that we've we've built out. Um, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. We are based um, in the cloud. Uh, we we utilize Google for that. Um, we do have uh, Kubernetes also set up too for the rapid expansion. When we have a, a massive amount of people hitting the site, um, we can expand and pull in other bare metal machines, things like that. Great. Okay. Uh, so AI has been a pretty big buzzword lately. I don't know if you've heard heard about it on the news, but <laughs> um, how do you artificial intelligence being used as part of a, a marketing strategies this year? Yeah. So I think that, you know, we've been very aware of everything that's been happening for quite a few years already. And, um, you know, I think that the buzz has happened obviously with chat GPT and everybody trying to catch up and, you know, there's, there's always mixed emotions of like um, human resources side of things versus utilizing AI. And I think that if you can leverage your time by utilizing AI, you should do it. And you can work on other things that are really going to be much more productive for your life and for your company. Um, and so I think that uh, there, there is a lot of advantages with, um, you know, even ChatGPT. If you get in there, you can start to you, you really have to learn how to ask the right questions, I think. Um, and if you start to frame things appropriately, you're going to get some really good responses. And I think you can save a tremendous amount of time. Um, now, there are uh, things that, uh, you know, the search engines are finding right now that will determine, like, if this is AI and they're not going to reward that. So you have to be careful. And there's certainly, there's other filters and things that you can, run things through as well. There's always ways around everything, it seems like. But but uh, I, th I think that, you know, from a standpoint of researching something, getting opposing opinions, um, getting a list of the top 50 things or 10 things or, you know, uh, you know, asking certain ways of saying, hey, if you were this, what would you do? Like there's there's ways, I guess, that you can really, um, you know, shape your marketing strategy um, by finding out like what your top competitors are doing, what are the top 10 questions asked? Um, there's there's a lot of advantages to being able to not just search and then have to filter through the top websites, um, but uh, ultimately be able to to see what's been happening. Now, I our team has a massive interest in BART, which is Google's response. And, and really, they've been working on a tremendous amount of time. So 
uh, a lot of people don't know the difference. Uh, so from a standpoint of open AI, you have uh, basically ingested the entire internet. Um, and it, it seems like it's actually pretty close to up to date. Um, what you have with the power of uh, the massive search <laughs> search of Google uh, is that they have all of that proprietary information they've been holding back for years, um, which is based around their search algorithm and everything else. And so now we're ultimately working on incorporating that into um, some, I'm not going to go with um, the tremendous amount of power that Google has behind it with BARD. And, and um, there will be some, some great suggestions that will come up because we're talking about real-time data now. We're not talking about like what was scraped last month. It's actually yeah. up to date. And I think that's the biggest difference that people maybe aren't understanding because um, you know Google came out with BARD probably a little bit early uh, mm -hmm. in response to the buzz that was happening with OpenAI. Um, and there's certainly a race, but to me, you know, when Microsoft entered the game with uh, uh, OpenAI uh, and investing in that, it, it woke up a massive giant and uh, Google's putting a lot of resources right now. Uh, and so thankfully, you know, we have some inside tracks on understanding that and uh, being able to integrate with that um, earlier than maybe some others can. So it's uh, it's kind of, an, it's, it's a really fun fun race to watch, but uh, I do have some concerns as well. So just so you know that. Yeah. So a couple of people are saying they wanted to kind of put a pause on AI development because it's really, a, you know, sort of taken off this year. Um, and like you said, it is pretty much an arms race between companies now. Um, so I'm really excited to see what Google comes out with, uh, with their updates for BARD and, and uh, what they can do going forward, uh, comparing against Microsoft's uh, partnership with OpenAI. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. So uh, pivoting away from that, um, what tips would you give, since you guys specialize in videos, um, what, what tips would you give marketers that are creating videos? Um, you know, what, what kind of tips do you have that would uh, help them make videos that actually convert for them? Sure. Yeah. So there's, there's a balance between content generation and things that are selling yourself as well as bringing value to those that are watching. And I think you, as a, like, an editor as somebody that is uh, a company that's trying to gather and get more attention, you have to think about both. Um, you have to think about the fact that there's going to be questions about your product. And so you should certainly address those with video. Um, you know, having, if you have a product, having a video next to that product increases your, um, your click rate through to uh, the, the shopping cart, like I think 60% right now. So it's a significant difference and people don't even have to watch the video. Um, there's a lot of statistics and and uh, you could ask OpenAI uh, or ChatGPT what those are right now on video, but it's through the roof. Um, and I think that we have um, seen that, that more of that success story or testimonial really rocks to the top. So um, if you can get somebody to say that on video, it's obviously the most uh, invasive you could have uh, from a customer testimonial or a, a success story so that they're going on video for you and it's their mouth speaking it. Like that's much more powerful than having just like a line written from somebody that has their abbreviated initials, you know, so, um, you know, it's much more believable and consumers now are getting 
you know, they're, they're getting duped all the time. So they want to know that your brand and your company has service and has the integrity behind it that they can trust. And uh, they want to make wise decisions. And video helps them do that. I mean, video is absolutely more convincing than written words at this day and age. Yep. Yeah, certainly it is. Uh, everybody's got their, uh, you know, you can look at a lot of sites and you don't know where those reviews came from. <laughs> Especially, That's right. you know, Amazon's notorious for that. Um, mm -hmm. We have a question from the audience, actually. Um, we've been actually uh, working with this internally, but uh, what tips do you have um, for SEO strategy when it comes to videos? From an SEO strategy? Yeah, so there, you know, video definitely ranks uh, well. And, and so I think one of the things from an SEO perspective is, you know, the basic side of it is just how you title it. So, you know, find keyword rich titles, title it appropriately, that, that helps the rank. So that, that's one simple thing. Um, internally on the video, uh, you know, having that text and things, because that's getting read now as well, depending on who's, you know, categorizing you. Um, FAQs rank really high. That's a frequently asked question. Um, so find out, I mean, hey, go to ChatGBT and find out what the top 20 FAQs are for your company and um, or your service and, and then make a video on every one of them, you know, title it appropriately and have that applicable um, and answer the question. So um, the uh, the other side of that, I think, is just really having videos embedded in a lot of your website. Now, sometimes there's load issues depending on how you built your site. So you have to think about what that might look like because if your site loads slow, it's also going to get uh, knocked down. But if you can get them to places like on every page, uh, that would be also something that's very important. Great. And um, and like like I said before, next to your product is also important. Excellent. And uh, recently we uh, we internally read about, you know, transcriptions, like you mentioned, uh, so mm -hmm. that's actually very helpful. Um, putting that on a page could uh, actually help you rank pretty well for Google as well. Um, that's right. Speaking of Google, but um, do, you, do you know of any uh, great transcription services that you would recommend to your audience looking to um, video to up their SEO strategy for their website? You know, I do, um, but I'm just, it's eluding me at the moment. So I would say do a search for it at the moment. I, I can't remember the ones that we currently use. So no worries. It's a very specific question. <laughs> well, outside yep. of the realm here. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess what do a lot of businesses get wrong about their video marketing? Uh, you mentioned, you know, not being authentic enough. Uh, what else mm -hmm. would you like to add to that potentially? Uh, I would say that a lot of businesses are just not authentic with their video. Um, they tend to use video in a way that's too spammy. Um, they also don't think about all of the uses of video as a tool. So depending on the size of the business, um, I mean, you can use video for, you know, recruiting new uh, talent to your team. You can use it as a training tool, a uniform training tool, because if you're saying something more than, well, I would say this is across the board. If you're saying something more than like five or eight times a week, you should have a video on it. I mean, sometimes like a short form isn't going to cover all of that, but sometimes you need to, to think about like, okay, if I can get three to eight minutes here, like people will still watch it if they're really interested in it. Um, that's not going to be your main strategy, for for example, for, to get the first view from somebody. But when somebody's interested in a topic, giving them 
and showing them that you're an expert as well as then creating a uniform training or maybe a message from uh, one of the C-levels, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a usage. And I think a lot of companies don't think about video as a tool. They always think about it as an outreach marketing. They don't think about it in that you can use it everywhere. Like it's, it's a tool, you know, so you, you should think about it in that way. Yeah, and this is a great example, you know, what we're doing today, even with this webinar, right? So we kind of call this a thought leadership series, if you will, but it helps kind of it helps kind of solidify our brand as a, you know, B2B SaaS marketplace experts and mm -hmm. you as a video expert as well. Um, so, you know, I feel like doing webinars and podcasts, a lot of those have become a lot more popular in the last year or two as well. Mm -hmm. I recommend a lot of companies do it because you know, a lot of great tips and, you know, great little social media clips come out of these uh, videos. Uh, at least what we've seen on our end and you know i'm sure on your end you've seen that as well too yeah so then using you know short form video to promote and pull people in you know to a longer form if that makes sense so i mean you know it depends on the type of company again i'm speaking to a very wide range of companies i'm sure um you know fortune 500 company uses video different than you know a startup would um so i think that you know you think about um short form like 15, 30 seconds, pulling people into something that's maybe 60 seconds to 90 seconds to maybe longer. Um, and just thinking about what that, that funnel looks like. Um, I do think there's a tremendous amount of great content out there that gets lost because people just post it and they think that like people are going to find it and that's not true at all. Like, I mean, maybe, um, but you know, you're just kind of throwing it out there and hoping and praying that someone's going to find it, you know, and you, you need to lead people to it, in my opinion, and create that value. And then they become longer term clients and, and hopefully, um, you know, somebody that, that understands that they're getting more than just whatever your service is. Um, they're getting um, like that thought leadership or, you know, something more that you are the expert and they're at the right place. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. A lot of people just post it on YouTube and forget about it. Um, yeah. Don't Using in their across the rest of their marketing mix, which really helps amplify the story and the content that um, that you're producing and spending the time on, which you know you want to get the leverage, out, you want to get the uh, mileage out of it. Right. Yeah. For sure. Excellent. Um, so, I guess, where do you see video marketing evolving over the next year? Aside from AI, mm -hmm. what other mm -hmm. kind of what, are, what other kind of strategies or tactics do you think we might see in 2023 and beyond? Yeah. So. I, you know, knowing, so I've had a traditional video production house for like 13 years. So I've seen things change tremendously. So from a standpoint of, and, and from a standpoint of like the barrier of entry to even doing video, it used to cost, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollars to start a business with the right gear, equipment, lights, everything was heavy. Um, it was, you had to have different things, you know, you had to have sliders, you had to have, uh, you know, different track, you had to have all sorts of different stuff if you wanted to have like a dynamic type of video. Now it's, you could go to Best Buy or, or you know, B&H uh, or Adorama or somewhere else and just buy almost like a kit that's useful to to create content that's that's good enough. And, and actually, I know that you're going to probably ask me this at some point, but this was part of the motivation of why we went down the path of, of creating something that uses AI and machine learning to create video because ultimately we found that our, you know, even our fortune 500 clients were getting like, they didn't have enough budget to get all the video they needed. And so ultimately they always wanted more. We always had extra footage. Um, so how do we take that brand footage? How do we couple that with stock footage and create more in a way that we're giving 
their inner Spielberg, the ability to create something on their own as well, if that makes sense. Because, um, you know, with Pronto, I mean, literally you can create videos in less than, you know, 60 seconds. I mean, by the time you render it, it's, it's less than 30 seconds most of the time. Um, but sometimes we don't have the footage that, that well, a lot of, if it's for your brand, like, and you're a franchise and you're, uh, you know, something that's very specific, we won't have that content. <laughs> so you need to have that. So there needs to be some sort of content creation. Um, so what I see happening with video is that I see, um, you know, communities of people, I see uh, companies going and, and shooting more content more than what they really need. And, and then being able to reutilize that, repurpose that through like what a Pronto can offer for them so that they can actually have a lot more content at a very budget conscious, um, you know, way. And, and, and ultimately I don't see video slowing down anytime. It's been the year of video for like a decade already. And um, I don't see that slowing down. I, I feel like more and more people are going to watch it. I do feel like there's going to be maybe some more channels where, you know, things will play contiguously where people are creating their own content. And I do see interactions within video. Um, one of the first companies we worked with um, this quite some time ago um, had interactive, like you could click on uh, you in the video and I could friend you, I could follow you on Facebook or Twitter or mm -hmm. whatever. And I could find out what you're wearing, buy what you're wearing, make a, you know, a reservation all on the screen. And so that, was before we even had the ability to use an iPhone and click on stuff. So, I mean, we're going more and more that way where videos ultimately will become clickable and you'll be able to buy things within it and that will be your shopping cart. So um, I think that that opens up a tremendous avenue for influencers um, where, you know, when they are, you know, wrapping a product, they can show it, but like literally somebody can, they're emotionally engaged in that, that video at that time, that is the best time for, to capture them from a standpoint of a product um, and a service as well. I mean, it could be that, you know, you're watching, um, you know, uh, an inspirational speaker, you're watching Tony Robbins and he's going and you're like, man, I need to do this right now, you know? And so it's like, boom, now you click and, and you're in, you know? So it's like, all you have to say is click the screen right now and you get a, you know, 50% discount or that. So I think that's where things are going. Um, and, and ultimately, I think, you know, e-commerce will will transform and change. Yeah, yeah that's a great point, actually. Um, I just recently interviewed uh, Ginger from uh, Stream. I think that's what you say. It. Mm -hmm. um, they do exactly what you were just mentioning. So they have an embeddable shopping experience in videos. And, you know, if, mm -hmm. if you guys aren't working with something like that yet, I'd highly recommend that you guys check them out. Um, but they can provide that experience, actually, when you're in the video, when... You ha they have your attention. You could actually buy that product right off screen there. So I, you know, I mm -hmm. definitely will be there, and I think that's that's going to be a big trend this year and beyond. Yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, we'd love to learn about you know, and from your take, an ultra successful video campaign, and you know, what mm -hmm. made it successful. Maybe based on what you did, or maybe uh, some other creative sure. artists out there that you saw, and you just had to give them props. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of interesting. Um, video creation there's a, there's different ways of measuring that success and i would say that most companies aren't measuring the success they get from video and that's maybe why you know your cfo uh is like saying we don't need more video because they can't track it but if if a company intentionally starts to track like this came from this video creation i think they're going to 100 see a massive return. Um, I know 
we did have one client, I can't mention names and things like that. We had one client and this was something where um, they really had a, um, a client um, testimonial that was just, you know, awesome. Right. And it was, it was a great client. They wanted to get more of these clients. Um, and you know, they went off the record and told me like, I mean, they got millions of dollars of return from one video and, and that was a traditionally created video, but ultimately what needed to happen was we needed to push more content out like that short form I'm talking about to, to be able to bring more people to watch that. And then ultimately it really, like already had people ready to buy before, you know, before they, before they even had to try to sell them. I mean, they're, they're, they're contacting them to, to be, to try to figure out how to close themselves, you know, which is, which is important. So uh, keep that in mind. I mean, it's, it's not always just one video. It's really, you have to think about the entire campaign. You have to think about who your target is, make it specifically for that target. And if you have lots of different targets and lots of different, you know, um, you know, services, you need to think through every one of them as an individual campaign and have an individual strategy and say, okay, well, LinkedIn is going to be great for this. Um, you know, Instagram might be great for this. Um, we might have, you know, uh, like newsletters, believe it or not, still that are going to follow through here. I mean, maybe it's from old customers and you're, you're embedding videos that are going to bring them through this, this path. And, and that's, that's definitely part of the sales process in my opinion. But if you don't think through, okay, we're shooting this reason, we're shooting this video for what reason, or we're creating this video, this set of videos via AI for what reason, like what do, what's the end result that we're looking for? And then, then um, ultimately creating that full strategy. And that strategy can be, you know, three weeks could be 18 months. I mean, you have to think about like what your sales cycle, cycle looks like, but if you don't have, if you don't have that before, like if you haven't created that strategy before, then then like before you even start implementing, like there, there's you're just going to be uh, like the 16 year old with the keys of the Ferrari and it's blood on the highway. <laughs> so it's unfortunate if it's just not not a not a good scene. I mean, because you're not helping your brand, you're not really going to get any sales. Your CFO is going to yell at you and say you're wasting money, and um, you know you need to have that. And so many people have great plans, um, and ultimately they have to implement those and, and see it all the way through. So, yeah. yeah, and I'm happy to, I mean, it's so hard to talk like this in such wide <laughs> like breath, but I'm happy to talk to any about, anybody about their strategy because I love doing that. Like, and we've worked with every industry and vertical you can imagine. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to like come up with just generalized answers for some of these questions. So, yeah, that's a problem I've had with, you know, I've done speaking, you know, speaking engagements, I've done webinars like this, and mm -hmm. uh, you, you have to make it broad enough. But yeah, you know, if anybody wants right. to talk specifics, you know, uh, reach out to Will here, you know, it sounds yeah. like you can build a great campaign and strategy for you guys as well. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it's tough to talk about specific details when you're trying to um, have some information for everybody. Uh, who knows who's yep. watching? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so tell us more about how you got, got into video. Uh, what inspired you to start a video? Uh, we started a sure. garlic media group first, right? That's right. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I picked up a camera in eighth grade and at that time there was no internet. So I'll age myself a little bit here. Um, and, but it wasn't a reputable profession back then, unless, you know, you, you know, a video camera, like at that time, people were just like getting hired to like video 
inside people's houses to like for like if there was an insurance claim of some sort like their house burnt down they would know what's there you know or you know you have your traditional stuff i wanted to be a photographer for national geographic and that it's a very hard job to get uh but it's uh it was something that you know some other people gave me advice like well it's probably not going to be your lifelong career and nobody really understood that the World Wide web was coming at that yeah. point. And so uh, when I was going through college, I was a PR photographer and uh, I was in Atlanta at that time and ultimately was able to in be involved in like the 96 Olympics and, and uh, uh, be able to shoot like 13 Olympic teams and, and be invited to galas. And so to me, like PR and marketing and everything else, it really made a lot of sense, especially once you had you know, forms that started coming on and people started talking about things. Now the bandwidth wasn't there until probably let's see 2000, like 10 years, really. It's only totally been 10 years, a decade that the bandwidth has been there. Because I mean, if you think about even in 2000, uh, 2009, when we started garlic media group, like I, I realized there was an entrepreneur and I realized that there's a lot of creatives out there that needed needed to be like uh like helped in in a standpoint of like hitting deliverables deadlines things like that as well as the business owners needed to have like a better uh conduit or connection so that that you could actually understand as a business owner like we have budgets and there's there's timelines and you have to like communicate and so it was like garlic media became that that middle like where we just started working with small medium-sized businesses and worked all our way our way up to like large clients and and um you know, so yeah, garlic is still still going. We still offer like a digital reach optimization program where like we can create all that content and stuff for you if you want to or strategy. But but ultimately, Pronto is that that tool that puts it in your hands to be able to do it on your own. You know, and so that's the that's the beautiful thing. And and ultimately, you know, the more that we can, you know, have a a better strategy and and more content, that then the better results you're going to have for your company. Period. Yeah, I love the uh, love the evolution, I guess, of your business, if you will. Um, you know, the, I, I find, you know, usually people closest to the problem really understand it, not to develop solutions that you know, maybe software can solve, uh, which it looks like you guys have done. Uh, so, you know, definitely, there's definitely a lot of weight to that, right? You've been around the, the problem of trying to help people become creative, seeing the evolution of video marketing over the last 10 years and um, got on the forefront of this new AI wave and you know, hopefully uh, be, being able to solve this problem for a lot of people at scale, um, I think yeah. is pretty ingenuitive. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'd love for any feedback on Pronto as well. I mean, we're, you know, we're launched and we're ready. And, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, having a, uh, a lot of different use cases, like, you know, we haven't thought of everything. So like, we want to have that open feedback. Like this is a place where, you know, we, we're not like necessarily beta, but like, it's something like where I remember when Google, Google came out with a beta version, like we signed up, right. And it was like, and, and we had like 150 free email accounts, believe it or not for a long time. Uh, but it was, uh, but I mean, you know, they did that so they could get so much feedback and 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 data. And like, so right now we need more data. So like, if you if you're struggling with something, please reach out to us. If you're not understanding the application of how Pronto can help your business, please reach out because I'm a hundred percent available to help you with some of that strategy that you might be, you know, not not aware of or just struggling with a little bit. So yeah, I think that the big thing for us, I think, and this goes back to an earlier question. I think that we're gonna find much more community-based um, help in the future. And I think that's not only like, does AI kind of take things to another level, but I think that people crave community to be able to 
converse and talk about topics and, and help each other, um, hopefully help each other. Cause I think that's what we need more of. Um, mm -hmm. but I think that where I see Pronto going is that community where we're going to have, um, more providers that are going to say, Hey, we have all of these assets. We don't know what to do with them. Can we put them into a community base or can we get them into Pronto and, and figure out how to help more companies get somewhere and they can monetize that as well. So I think there's, there's a tremendous use case there of um, collaboration and, and the ability for people to not only take footage they've shot over the years and, and put it into a community database of some sort where we can start to utilize that for other companies, um, but also um, the strategies that will come along too. I mean, we talked about at one point, what if, you know, every, you know, user of Pronto in a community had their own page. And so we create that page and ultimately it's like, you know, instead of them going to Yelp, for example, to, you know, look for something or some other, you know, review site, they're actually going to Pronto to actually understand like, oh, well, they're on Pronto, they're on Pronto too. So let's, let's come over and, you know, check them out because they must be a forward thinking company. You know, so that's why I think like, I think that's where we're going, um, not only in marketing, but with Pronto. I like that idea. I like, um, you know, maybe incorporating user-generated content as well has been on the rise in D2C, but there could be multiple applications in the B2B space as well. For sure. um, you know, potentially you could even, you know, encourage people and even help them, you know, monetize some of the content that they're willing to create. Uh, so that that content that they're, that they're making is actually used in a video, maybe there could be some sort of a distribution. I don't know. Just, just love the idea. Just spitball on some ideas too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. So, uh, what's next? Uh, you guys building our community? We we launched Mastermind recently, by the way, too, mm -hmm. for uh, that exact purpose, but mostly around software, of course, because that's our specialty. But um, yeah. feel free to go in there and you know answer any questions for people asking about video marketing tools or you know be a part of our community. And when your community is ready to go, I'd love to be a part of that as well. And you know, I think that's a love great it. idea. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's that's a little bit down the road for us, and we might you know, just work with another community for, to, to create that and realize that. Cause I mean, it's as, as any company, you have to like say laser focused on, on what you're best at. And so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what our focus is right now. And so, um, you know, I, I may get off into the weeds a little bit sometimes on the, the business development ideas and things like that, but certainly our CTO and other leadership starts bringing it. <laughs> okay. We're going right here. So there's a lot of ideas. And, and like I said, I mean, video can be used for almost anything. So how do we, how do we, how do we make it more efficient? Um, I think that we want to pour much more value into our clients than they're ever going to get um, from anywhere else. I think that that's going to be part of, you know, the feedback and the community and, and, and bringing like specialists on that are going to talk about different industries and how they utilize video as well. I mean, there's, there's so much to learn and, and, you know, we live in such a fast moving area. I mean, marketing technology, if you want to be in something that is just always moving and changing and cutting edge, like that's it. I mean, and so that's what I've like, I love, you know, it's just, it makes your mind have to work at a different level um, all the time, you know, because there's just new things coming out and it's hard to keep up because there's so many advancements in every different area. And we could take all those different pieces and start to pull them together into like really a full, like, like, full spectrum vision type of thing. Like, I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Well, that's great. Um, loved hearing your story. Uh, loved hearing more about Pronto. Um, uh, would love to get a test, a test uh, account if we could for ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
talk more about that offline, but you know, sure. I'm, I'm, we're potentially customers as well too. <laughs> so love you know, it. promote you guys, but also maybe be a customer as well. So um, everybody so, is, <laughs> everybody's a customer. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's what, I mean, think about like, you know, when you look at um, with traditional video, I mean, it's, it, this is one of the purpose of what, what we did. I mean, you'd have, let's say it's a dentist and a dentist would be, okay, I'll spend 5,000 to $15,000 for a video, you know, for my homepage. Now they could get that for like $50. <laughs> so it's totally different. <laughs> so it's a significant different, like a price model um, when you talk about like how, you know, you can have algorithms and AI putting things together. So, yeah, and I'll also tell you, like, there's there's a lot of advancement coming from a standpoint of the suggestion engine and being able to maybe even change. I'll think, you know, I'm not going to go too far there, but ultimately it's like, you know, uh, the product placement within video, um, you know, putting your product into stock footage, like things like that could be things that are on the future, um, you know, as well as then, you um, you know, just being able to uh, have different videos delivered. This is more in the delivery system here um, to different demographics, if that, if that makes sense. That's great. Well, well uh, once again, thanks so much for uh, spending the time with us today and yeah, no problem. learning more about your background and company. And if anybody's interested in Will's uh, Get Pronto system, uh, feel free to check it out in the B2B SaaS marketplace. We have it for 20% off there. Uh, Nacho Nacho is the best place to manage, discover, and save on SaaS. We have amazing tools like Will, uh, like Will's uh, Pronto tool here, and uh, many more coming as well too. Uh, so please do check it out today. And Will, once again, uh, thank you so much for your time today. Um, it's been a it's been a pleasure learning about your company. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And you know, if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or through the website um, getpronto.ai. And um, you know, I really appreciate chatting with you because it's just great going back and forth. So I love it. Yeah, this is fun. Well, I always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye.